Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! It's time once again for another episode of Co-Founders Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, returning to the studio for another exciting episode of the Co-Founders Podcast uh, alongside Craig Williams. Hey there. Hey, hey, howdy. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> uh, good, man. Um... And some great events we've been uh, attending recently in Atlanta, but right now we're uh, spotlighting those folks um, on the Co-Founders Podcast from our Atlanta Pro Business Channel studios with uh, in our Buckhead studio with our amazing Buckhead billion-dollar billion view. Yeah. And it comes with great weather. It does every day. Winds, yeah. clouds. Comcast Business gives you the bandwidth you need to power all your devices. Get started with 200 megabit internet and voice for $99.99 per month. And for a limited time, we'll upgrade your speed to 300 megabits for no additional cost for the first year with a three-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Offer 3120 restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. New business customers only limited to Comcast Business Internet. 200 megabits per second and one voice mobility line. Regular rates apply. After first 12 months, three-year agreement required. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra subject to change. Monthly service charge increases by $10 without paperless billing and auto pay. Sky, it's beautiful. Still <laughs> and, beautiful out And here. if you're looking at the video, that is not like one of those fake uh, backdrops or whatever. Yeah, we're not yeah. in a green room. Yeah, we're not in a green room. This is a legit billion dollar. Deal. Yeah, yeah, real deal. So um, so let's get into our show. We've got actually a power-packed uh, lineup of guests here in the studio. Brought to you by WeWork. Absolutely. Most and I was, I was listening last week, and, and um, we had said um, they're the world's leadest, le- uh, largest co-working space. Um, and we're going to be talking about what's going on today. You mentioned something about the future, and, um, and <laughs> we'll have to rewind. That, yeah. that, that, that's too long of a story to get into, yeah. That's quite all right. <laughs> Can we edit this? <laughs> no, we're live, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's live. See, so that should make the guests feel welcome, right? So even, even one of the hosts, not Craig Williams, but the other dude, <laughs> yeah, sometimes they don't always have an idea what he's saying, yeah. Oh, I get I, I'm, I was waiting Between for Between us, to conf- yeah, yeah. To finish it out, finish <laughs> it out. Stay yeah. tuned for that. So, yeah. uh, so meanwhile... Um, so as we do each uh, episode of the Co-Founders Podcast, we talk about uh, startups, people that have uh, venturing into a new venture, but as those co-founders that may have been at it a few weeks or a few mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Or, or, or We talk about like the college student. You can't be a college student for forever, right? At some point well, you, you graduate. Can. You know, but you graduate. I'm going back when I'm 60. Man. Yeah, yeah so, me too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take your class. I got yeah. 11 years. Whatever you're teaching, I'm going to take your class. All right, so Craig, um, let's uh, just do a quick um, welcome to two of our guests, and we'll start with our first uh, interview here in just a second. So uh, first joining us in the studio is a guy that goes by the name of Michael Harris. Yes or yes? 
Yes, it well, is. That's me. All right. So before we get into your interview, what's kind of a, give us a little teaser about uh, what you might be chatting about today. Well, my company, my startup company, is um, responsible for creating a, a new category of video that benefits every TV everywhere 24-7 around the world in a new way. And as we talked before the show, I went to your website, and it's mind-boggling. It's like um, I consider myself a fairly smart dude, but it was a little uh, esoterical and kind of um, uh, – It's visual therapy, man. Yeah, yeah. It's visual therapy. So I've I've been looking forward to uh, hearing the in-depth conversation and what this is all about. So stay tuned for that uh, conversation with Michael here in just a minute. Um, And also we want to welcome to the Pro Business Channel studios uh, uh, Thomas – or Paul Wilson – so, Paul, uh, we were chatting in the, in the green room, <laughs> what we call our lobby, right. uh, is that we've been connected on LinkedIn for years. I believe so, yeah. But, uh, and we may have crossed paths, but uh, this may be the first time in person. Yeah, so All right. it's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Uh, mine as well. So uh, give our audience a teaser what you might be chatting about. Uh, I'll be talking about uh, business startups from a faith-based perspective okay. um, and using that as a tool also for, I'll call it community transformation and economic development. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Faith-based. That's an interesting spin. We've talked about nonprofits, but obviously uh, people uh, spend a lot of time in their community, in their faith community. Absolutely. And um, in these days, these worlds all overlap and intertwine, right? Definitely. With your business, what keeps you occupied, your occupation. and Well, if you're still here, there's some form of faith. Even our, <laughs> our atheist friends, point, yeah. they, they believe, believe something. something. <laughs> so the faith right. is what <laughs> keeps you moving forward. Right. So, Craig, yeah, that's yeah. going to be a good conversation? Yes, yeah, it's yes, going to yes, be yeah. fun, yeah. All right. Yeah. So look forward to that. Um, and uh, first, we want to welcome to our studio, and let's begin the, our first interview segment with uh, gentleman Thomas Calhoun. So, uh, Thomas, welcome to the Pro Business Channel Studios. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's jump into your, um, tell us your backstory before we jump into how you're changing the world. So uh, a little bit about yourself and before you got here today's show. <laughs> oh, okay. So again, thanks for having me. Um, I'm again from Chesapeake, Virginia. I uh, grew up there, uh, got my undergraduate degree in applied math and computer science from uh, an HBCU, Norfolk State University. Then I went into government contracting for about eight years um, on my own. I mean, <clears throat> working for the usual suspects around the Beltway. And okay. uh, from there, I started my first venture, which was just a government contracting consulting firm of my own. Okay. Um, after graduating from uh, UVA with a degree in system and information engineering. So once I did that, I was full-time. Once I finished uh, full-time working for myself, went without money for months and months <laughs> and months trying to build that business. Right. Did that until 2014, and then I decided that, you know, I really wanted to do something that was tombstone-worthy. Oh, that's so, a good one. Write okay. that one down. I like that. Hold, hold, hold right it, yeah. Right. Tweet that one. Yeah, yeah tweet that, yeah. Yeah. Steven, so. you got that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tombstone-worthy, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's our new show now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome right. to the Tombstone-worthy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I, I made, you know, great money doing what I was doing, and it was, you know, obviously a worthy cause, but I felt that, you know, I didn't want... My tombstone to say, "Here lies Thomas, a government contractor." Right? <laughs> With great money, <laughs> yeah. With just great, great money. money, yeah. Right. <laughs> Who made great money? So, Craig, if you would do us the honors and, and uh, introduce uh, Thomas uh, formally or informally, tell us a little bit of what we have uh, in store. So, are you saying you want me to read his bio? That's you can do that. I was notes. leaving it up to you. Whatever. Yeah, well, it's going to be on the show notes. Well, I, I really want to hear a little bit more about the name of your company and where that came from. Yeah, and then we'll go into a little bit more behind that. Cool. So, Nafasi 
there's is a quick story. So I that wasn't the first name um, the, of the website. It was a uh, collaborate dot global or collaborate. I had a bunch of collaborate. Um, yeah, yeah. I just took the O out, and you know how we do nowadays. And you got right? Nafasi. And then <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, it wasn't just me. He right. lost you too. Yeah, exactly. And so I was laying. Um, I was frustrated because it just didn't pop right. right, right. And so um, I was at my co working space at the time, and. I had a bunch of, you know, just words written on the board. And we all know that it's impossible to get, like, a one-word URL right now, yeah. right, almost, right, virtually. And so um, I laid back, and I looked to the right, and the first word right at my eye level was opportunity. Okay. And so I went around, I went on the Internet using Google Translate and just tried to figure <laughs> out what are, what words mean opportunity in other languages. Was that kind of like a shout-out to Rodney Sampson for some reason? Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Rodney. He's been here in the studio, so yeah. Yeah, I just saw him this weekend. I was here for yeah, a, a okay. hackathon. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I looked to the right, saw that, and then I looked, and actually, uh, Nafasi is Swahili for opportunity. Wow, wow. And from yeah. my understanding, it's a virtual innovation ecosystem for black startup founders, co-founders, and investors. Yes. Okay, so it's a it's somewhat of a... Uh, incubator for businesses yeah, or accelerator? We're, we're or? trying to, you know, stay away from the accelerator because that has a specific meaning in a startup space, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we don't want to put ourselves against a, a tech stars for that matter, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but certainly we are the early stage. For early stage, people who are who just had an idea, right? Gotcha. Our big vision is anyone with an idea and an internet connection should have equal opportunity to bring his or her ideas to the market. Well, they do. So, they do, right? Okay. They so, do, but sometimes you so, don't. If you live in an emerging community or right where I'm from in, in Norfolk or um, in West Baltimore mm-hmm. or the south side of Chicago, there's no tech stars there. There aren't any boot camps. So you need to have some way to, of, of getting to it. So, so you all are being intentional about making sure yes. that people. Yeah, I mean, this front. program that we're in right now and while we're in Atlanta is for gentrification and, and those emerging communities. Understood, understood. Yeah. So is it safe to say you're an incubator without the four walls? Yes, yeah, right? Yeah. We want to be a virtual incubator. Yeah, there you go. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So the vision is to transform emerging co- communities in, around the globe into innovation hubs. Yes. So is that like an offspring of you know a particular hub downtown? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the startup hub is downtown is, is great, what you have here. Um, and... Um, you know, Silicon Valley is obviously an innovation hub, and so how do we put the magic of Silicon Valley or the the, the burgeoning Atlanta tech hub here, startup hub, in, in the cloud so that someone who may not have the money to fly back and forth to Atlanta for opportunity can? And, th- and there's a real reason how this opportunity, I mean, this idea spawned. I was in a situation. <clears throat> no, are, are, you, is, are you a co-founder or just the? Other? I was the visionary founder, and then I have some people that I've been working with. Okay, you want to shout out to any? Definitely, of Wesley Cuffey has been working with me um, from from the beginning. Uh, Kaisha Gandhi, and I just met a guy on the internet proving my concept uh, in <laughs> India, <laughs> who's working, helping me work through some issues that we were having this remotely. Weekend, remotely, so it is that. Um, um, Incubator beyond, beyond Walls. Beyond Walls. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love that. Because I remember we had a hypopotamus in here uh, early on, when we uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of our early shows in the studio, way back in the day, right? Oh, <laughs> Which man. is all relative in time, right? But at that time, um, there was, uh, you could count the number of uh, incubators. I think there were six that was like, um, or, or before we launched the studio, I was looking around, and I counted about six. 
all kinds of internet search, everything I could find out, and that's what it came up with. And they were in, there was 30 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're pushing almost 100 in Atlanta, which is, which is mind-boggling, right? From the right. very small to the, to the, the right. very large scale. Right. Um, so let's, let's talk now on, um, you mentioned the hackathon a couple of times. Talk to us about that. And then uh, you have a book and some upcoming projects. But talk to us about that hackathon. Yeah, so the hack- hackathon that we just participated in um, was put on by Goody Nation. You probably know Joey Womack. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was just here. Yeah, and so um, they did a phenomenal job um, working with us putting together an event and and we we have some new features that we wanted to implement and so we just leveraged this as an opportunity to build some of those features all right and we're going to save your um your book and the upcoming projects in our panel discussion here in just a moment so uh if you would share with our audience what's the best way for people to reach out and get in touch with you um several ways so at nafasi app n-a-f-a-s-i-a-p-p on everything facebook um twitter and ig Right. And at Calhoun Speaks, that speak like I'm speaking right now, <laughs> at, on everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, and IG. Absolutely. And we'll have that all in the show notes as well, obviously, and all the links, sure. hyperlinks and all that good stuff. So, um, again, uh, thanks, Thomas, for joining us here in the studio. Stay tuned. We're going to uh, circle back around in just a moment. I want to revisit and turn our attention back to uh, uh, Paul Wilson. Um, Paul, tell us a uh, bit of your background before we jump into your subject matter expertise. Absolutely. So, uh, grew up in Arizona, Tempe, Arizona. All right. Um, and went to a college in uh, San Diego at the University of San Diego. All right. Um, and my background from there is supply chain management. Um, and actually, at that time, late '90s is when supply chain management was the rage, right? right in most yeah. corporations at that time. And so, if, if it's hard to believe, I actually had eight job offers, or actually about six jobs, six really? job wow. offers coming out of undergrad, right? That's. Um, and so uh, Georgia Power actually was was one of the uh, was was one of those offers. So I've I heard of those guys. To, yeah, yeah, heard of those guys. So, <laughs> Small sort of big startup there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I moved to Atlanta with the goal of being here about two or three years. Then I was going to move back to California. We've right? heard that one. Yeah. Um, so I've been here since '98. So <laughs> I'll let you know how that went. But anyway, so I started again my career um, in um, Georgia Power supply chain management. Shifted to supplier diversity. Uh, which the goal there was how do we get more uh, minority-owned and women-owned businesses to get contracts with corporations. Right. Um, and in, and I really was an internal business coach because I was actually coaching them right. on how to navigate the whole procurement supply chain process uh, from that standpoint. Um, and from there, that actually be – I'll say I got bit by the entrepreneurial bug dealing with some right. entrepreneurs. I yeah. decided, you know, I can do this – for myself, um, and help a lot more businesses than just the ones who are trying to do business with uh, Georgia Power, and so that kind of became my launching pad uh, to become a business coach and um, and it's really a supply chain consultant because I kind of had two sides of my yeah. business initially uh, from that standpoint. And when did the switch go off to uh, faith based? Um, probably a couple of years after that, um, and and a little bit at the same time. It's kind of hard to say the, the real time, but we're, really what I was really thinking about as I was leaving Georgia Power was if I could start a business that actually was serving um, the un- an underprivileged community through entrepreneurship, I kind of called it trickle-down economics. Because basically I was initially I was a consultant. So I was actually working with a lot of different large corporations across the country on their supply diversity program. So the thought was if I could help more small businesses get more contracts, you know, kind of trickles down to the neighborhood. Of course, mm-hmm. we all know how trickle down economics works, or doesn't. Depends <laughs> <laughs> so, on what side, what side of the stream you're on. Yeah. <laughs> so I realized, you know, that, that maybe take a little bit too long. Let me go spend a little bit more time uh, working directly with small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really, and, and about that time was really more the transition to more of the faith based community because a lot of um, 
faith-based organizations already work with communities. And there's a concept that really is, is global more than it is in the United States called business as mission. And that's where oh. in a lot of third world countries, a lot, and really another term for it outside of faith-based community is social entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's another way to call it, where you go to a lot of third world countries and help people start businesses in their local areas. But when you hear uh, business social, you think of um, nonprofit, way, right? right? But um, Craig, I like what what did you just say? You're writing it down. But business what with a mission? Yeah, business, business as, as, mission. as a mission. As Absolutely. mission. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about mission statements, I mean, every corporation <laughs> has a mission, right? Yeah. Or they have it on the wall somewhere. Yeah. Whether they're right. following through with. We it have or ours not. on our wall. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. And and and, and but basically, like we we forget that. I mean, the vocation or the work we do is really ultimately to be significant. And I know you're stone worthy. You're very involved in, in a number of uh, faith-based organizations. So, well, I'd have to say I just that that's my life. I mean, right. that's why I'm still here. Uh, it's my faith that keeps me above. It surely is not the business that I'm doing that keeps me above. So I see you yeah. partnering with Paul here pretty soon. Well, I mean, right. <laughs> one where we met each other was at a CNBC event, I believe, which yep. is pretty much um, a, a lot of leaders. CNBC? Yeah, CNBC. Not net That's a network, whatever, yeah. <laughs> there's a, yeah, but there's a number of you know, letters in there, so <laughs> right. we, we, hey, right. you follow through with We're it. We're not fact-checking. Right. Yeah, exactly. right. don't, please don't fact-check me. Yeah, right. yeah but uh, basically, it's, it's individuals who are tension, intentional about their mission, Absolutely. and it just happens to be the foundation of that is their faith. You know, I mean, and, and whatever we're doing, the foundation of what you're doing or getting accomplished is going to be your faith anyways. I mean, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. that's what it boils down to. So simplifying, I, and most people know me as a social architect, so everything that I'm doing is for the mission of humanity and bringing tools, relationships, and resources together so that we can collaborate and bring forth the efforts that we were put on this earth for. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So, um, Paul, how does this, you know, you talk about serving the B2B market. What does that look like? You know, what's a day in the life or what are, what are some stories you might be able to share? Or Absolutely. And so, so one thing and I'll say about that mission statement, too, and I'll yeah, tie it in yeah. is historically, let's say from a faith-based or Christian perspective, missionaries were sent, let's say, to different places to help people, let's say, with food, clothing, shelter, that kind of thing. But the thing about it is, if you only help people with their day-to-day needs, you aren't necessarily empowering them, right, right. to help themselves, right? The whole principle of feed. Teach them to fish. Teach them to fish, exactly. So business's mission really kind of connects the point of not just taking care of their everyday needs, but how do we empower people to become the agents of their own transformation mm-hmm. and then also transform their own communities? That's good. And be- so as, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. So, so as I started the B2B community, it's helping other entrepreneurs get started up. Uh, from the standpoint of understanding, I like to call it, I merge biblical best practices and business best practices together. Uh, so that, because again, we still need, the, I said, the core functionality of what makes business work. But how, how do we also integrate those spiritual faith-based principles so we can kind of kind of merge both worlds together and, and can help people move forward? And merging those can be very tricky and very um, valuable at the same time. Whatever, Absolutely. Right? Or balancing yeah. act. What happens yeah. when it gets tricky is when you get into... Th- a particular methodology that's outside of fundamental, yes. right? You yeah, know, because right. fundamentals it's, it's are fundamental. people out outside Absolutely. of their yeah. zone, or whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's when you create this whole, you know, this whole another thing outside <laughs> of the fundamental or the basics, you know, right. that you, it, it, principles. Yeah, right. I had a takeaway. I thought of that 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 uh, thought of uh, teaching people to fish. So what you're doing is teaching people for profit. Absolutely. Right. And it's for yeah, a profit. For profit. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll fall into the, and I'll say in the faith-based community, <laughs> where 
they think faith is a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I just believe hard enough, yeah. God is going to make it happen. Yeah, right? oh, that's the thing. So they I, say hope is not a strategy. Right. No, exactly. it isn't. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. It's hope. It's right. hope, yeah. That's all which is an amazing right. thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. But if that's right. your strategy, you're going to need some more hope. Right. So it's faith and work, right, coming yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, Reality. Yeah. Helping yeah. keep people's feet on the ground. Right, um, ah, and, I like this dude. Forward. Why didn't we uh, meet earlier instead of just do, on LinkedIn? Nothing ever. <laughs> I know yeah, LinkedIn. I don't know. Offense to LinkedIn, but you, you just don't do well, this on LinkedIn. Well, right, well right. see, LinkedIn uh, is the hope. It leads <laughs> you <laughs> to the work to, go to work. get it done. Well, so, so it's up to you. Well, so much for their sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> <whatever you got. laughs> Man, right. um, I'm feeling the love, the vibe, the energy here. Um, just amazing conversation. Um, and um, so uh, hold tight here, Paul, just for a minute. Absolutely. We're going to switch our gears in a second. But how would folks reach out to you? Uh, com, as well as Junior everywhere else. And and you had that domain was, wasn't taken already? It, it wasn't. I was fortunate. <laughs> and, and I, well, I'll tell a short story okay, about later. that later. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I, was, okay, cool. I, was benef- I was, it was helped me a lot when I yeah, added yeah. the junior yeah, at the end of my name. Ah, so, yeah. You, yeah. you heard about those subtitles. Absolutely. Folks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prefixes, Absolutely. folks. So <laughs> go out there and research. Be proud yeah. where you come from. So, welcome to Pro Business Channel Junior here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. That's our kids' business episode. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just in case we got lost in the chaos, if you're uh, listening, you're listening to the Pro Business Channel from our Atlanta studios with our Buckhead Billion Dollar View. If you've ever been in Atlanta, you're familiar with Buckhead. But this is the co founders podcast being brought to you in part by WeWork. Uh, you can just go to WeWork.com to find out more information. Um, and they are the world's largest yeah. collaborating, uh, collaborating, did I, did collaborative, I, did, yeah, I just or collab, just collab <laughs> space. Yeah, collab just, space. Collab yeah, that's space. A, yeah, yeah. The co-space. Yeah. That's why they say co-space, because <laughs> folks have a lot of problems. And there's there. no drinking to the show. Last week we had alcohol in the studio, because there was a... Um, it was just in here. It wasn't open. We never even so opened were... it. We still had that much fun. So, <laughs> all right. So, Michael, hope you welcome, uh, you're welcome. you uh, ready for us here, right? Of course. So sit up like your mama told you. Sit up straight. Here we go. All right. Let's round it back up again. The wisdom. So, in the house, folks. I'm telling you, this is going to be a good one here. So, uh, visual ambrosia. Ah, um, and he's even got one of those little registered things next to his name. Yeah, so yes. this is legit. So we, we mentioned earlier when we uh, first welcomed Michael to the studio, talking about video programs to decorate, decorate uh, wall areas, um, TV. I'll let you, uh, why don't you jump right in and tell us uh, about your widget? Well, it's not a widget. We have developed, we have developed a, a new category of video information that is uh, useful uh, 24-7 on every TV everywhere. Um, It has uh, an original decorative value proposition that is is always fascinating to observe. Um, The product, actually, that we're building consists of 24-hour loops of uh, video decorative animations of uh, 19th century chromolithograph art prints. Wow. And what singles out this type of video information is, um, is that I have discovered a new entertainment value proposition uh, from the... Uh, from this specific type of uh, art print called chromolithograph. My website is chromolithograph.com. You can cruise around 1,200 images on that website. And I, I did go there, I have to say, and it's, it's, um, 
it draws you in. I mean, it's just like everyone feels like an original work of art, and it's a uh, but it has movement to it. Um, and I went tell us about you. You, you have a proof of concept on YouTube. We'll we'll put that link on later. But if you could, how would you describe that in words that people um, experiencing it for the first time? Well, the the common denominator of all these five hundred video clips is that they're alluring and yeah. fun to watch, and the the original entertainment value proposition obtains from uh, from how the video clips are are made it's unusual for anyone to ever have a, a gigabyte dimension digital scan a four gigabyte digital scan of an art print is is 400 times the size of the largest still file you can make with a camera wow and what we do and why they are uh, exponentially superior to all other types of decorative video is the single word surprise. Yeah. Always, when you start with a photorealistic facsimile decorative illustration and you zoom into it to microscopic levels, because they're chromolithographs that were originally printed in multiple layers, what you zoom into is surprising for the way the translucent colors pop right. with unexpected patterns that are, that are always abstract and, and uh, just amazing that you could never see them face up. It's like going... So 500... Uh, short video clips over 24 hours that are that are shuffled. Um, this is meant to be a 24-hour streaming access to decorative information, and it's always surprising. It's always changing, and it's just just intrinsically beautiful. Like those things we, we used to look in as kids, you know, like you turn the little prism deals. Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. Thank you. Exactly. Good Thank answer. You. Yeah. I, I I thought of it earlier, <laughs> but I couldn't. Yeah. But it's 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 a larger scale, right? And you said TV. You kept saying television. Is, is that any screen, right? Any screen uh, that any screen that you have will uh, will display this type of of twenty four hour video program. The plan is to create um, a series of 24-hour loops and to stream them by subscription. Um, and you have music? Is there a music overlay? One can add music, ad lib, but the main thing is if there, it's it's a very tranquil and restful and unexpectedly therapeutic. Uh, pleasing, uh, calm experience. Yeah. We need more of that in this day and Yeah, age especially right after the news. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. after you have the news on, you put... <laughs> exactly. You know. No matter what day it is, it's always, you know, 87% negative. But uh, so you did kind of tease on that, but that was my next follow-up question. What is your business model? What's kind of the end game or uh, who would be your... Um, the business model is to uh, license monthly subscriptions to the 24-hour programs on uh, Roku and Apple TV. And okay. I want I to I sell a lot of subscriptions yeah. at a very low yeah. price. <laughs> Hallelujah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like a dollar a month. Right, yeah. And I want it to be a fixture 
for every display screen. Can everywhere. you control what designs that you see, or is it? Uh, it's just on. It's not on demand. On demand. I mean, if you turn on the channel, you have to watch what's there, right? You have to watch. It's programmed. You have to watch what's there, but uh, it's never repetitive. Yeah, the way it's, it's different every time. Every it's always changing, and over time we'll make more 24-hour loops with 500 separate video animation clips and you'll never see the same thing. I heard something about this and on like Ted, Ted, Ted TV talks, or yeah. something. Ted yeah. Talks or something. Man. Um, and is this uh, more for individuals but do you see a commercial application like in hotel lobbies and so forth or um, wherever there's uh, chaos, maybe you know you're gonna have to start charging down. Them for yeah, this. Yeah. We need that on the big uh, some of the big NFL screens. Whatever, right. when your team doesn't win, <laughs> right. just relax, just stare into <laughs> right. the screen. Right, exactly. <laughs> this type of decorative uh, information glides and 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 benefits everyone on everywhere in so TVs and in, in portable video devices. And it's the art image origins, textiles, furniture, painting, landscape, vegetables. And what is your source for art, typically? You mentioned some of those eras, but could well, people potentially contribute to I have, as artists? I have 30,000 original public domain Dang. chromolithographs for scanning to make these gigantic digital... Uh, wow. Gigabyte dimension thirty thousand yeah, and they've not been deleted. They're still there on the. Uh, no, the, <laughs> I have. The, I have. We we've acquired the original documents, um, and just walking into the room where the the library is, it's it's like going into the Pope's treasury. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, it's definitely something you have to abs- absolutely see. So I know some. Uh, some other guests may have some follow-up questions here. So, and we want to do a roundtable here real quickly. So if you would, uh, Michael, let folks know what's your point of contact. How would they find out about uh, what you're doing? Well, if you go to uh, Vimeo.com or, Vis- yep. or uh, Google. Um, or it's just Visual you, Ambrosia. Visual cover. Ambrosia. Uh-huh. Um, you can look up and see uh, on YouTube. Visual Ambrosia mm-hmm. search word. There are about thirty um, Zoom animation clips uh, at, at quadruple high definition, four K or um, wow, or regular HD, and you get the flavor that way. Yeah, um, yeah. We have a Vimeo channel, but we don't have quite thirty thousand on there yet. But we're working. We're in that direction. <laughs> Maybe so, we need to add yeah, his stuff. That's what I'm there. saying. We could add that on there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so Michael, hang tight. Thanks again for the conversation and sharing. Um, uh, you've got something very unique and very different that I think people will be intrigued by. So um, let's go around real briefly, if we would, and um, uh, open it up. But we really want to ha- have maybe let's hear from each of our guests. What's what's next? What's on the next horizon? Which projects you're working on, or um, some takeaways, or something you didn't get to share in our earlier segment? Well. Um I'll jump in. Uh, well, and actually, to kind of pick up on the, on the video aspect, uh, because that's really where so much is you know driving right now, right? Yeah. Uh, we've got Facebook Live happening here yeah. and Periscope and right. everything else you can think of. So, actually, the platform that um, I do a lot of speaking, but um, I've turned a lot of content into online training. Okay. Um, and so people actually can get online um, and take uh, kind of self-paced courses 
with video uh, really as the driver um, of, of those courses. Um, and we're uh, just released also a mobile app. Okay. So they can actually take the courses uh, through the mobile app um, in terms of, again, um, strategic planning, uh, marketing, um, you know, capacity building, and other um, critical components that are important to um, entrepreneurs, but again, all with a, I'll say, a faith, faith-based flavor to them. Nice. But again, with still those core business aspects. And so that's, that's kind of what I'm excited about. And as uh, We're rolling those out more and more, and so there'll be even more content um, online and available um, as, uh, through the next few months. Well, I, I mean, I love that idea of business um, with a mission. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're excited. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, Thomas? Yeah. So we're going to be launching um, something called... Uh, March Makers, so I haven't told anybody about that. All right, we got a scoop. We got an exclusive here. Hold on. Definitely, yeah. So um, it's going to be basically a competition between um, HBCU students to create startups and compete, just like March Madness. All right. And the top (laughs) one will receive scholarship money. Wow. Um, So that's something that we're going to be launching, but nobody knows that until now. (laughs) Um, So that's coming up. We're working with... uh, a strategic partner on that, and I won't, I won't name that group just yet. Yeah, stay but, tuned, um, as they say. Stay tuned. Yeah, maybe I can come back. Yeah, yeah. Talk about certainly. It. We're yeah. gonna have to have them have an escort to the car now, since exact security. Exactly, definitely. So that's at least autographs in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael, what's next on your side of the table there? Well, we're building initially a two-hour um, 4K ultra high definition program that we're going to release free on on YouTube and uh, it'll just be an example and uh, and meanwhile it, it takes a, a, a very long time to create this type of content because a, a just a, a two-hour feature movie is 12 terabytes before it's compressed down to playable size mm. when we're making 4k content it's uh, it's it takes a lot of processing power and patience. <laughs> so we're we're going to release a uh, a two hour feature length movie on YouTube very wow. soon, free. Wow! Um, so grab your popcorn and um, stay tuned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, these so, movies are are not meant to be watched. They're meant to be assimilated huh. with 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 restful approval. What did you say? Let's say that again. Restful approval. That's yeah. right. I like that one. Assimilated yeah. with restful approval. He's like the Dos Equis man, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This guy's very interesting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a whole show with this dude, yeah. Right. yeah. So, Craig, what's next for I you, agree. Yeah, yeah. I, You're just feverishly taking, notes. taking notes, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, that uh, I've never seen your your wheels spin that fast before. Yeah, so we're guys, we're out of time here. So Craig, if you want to send us home and uh, closing thoughts, your words of wisdom, takeaways, observations from uh, today's episode, I don't know if you can I, do I, that or not. Right? I don't, I don't know. Give it a shot. I, I Give it a make shot. Make sure that I assimilate with uh, restful approval. Is that yeah. what it was, or just yeah. approval? Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, Folks, it's not just putting a, you're not just putting a stamp of approval on it. Yeah. You got to kind of contemplate it, sit back, a beer, I mean, chill. or whatever. Yeah, chill. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that you all came in, and I, I appreciate all of your missions. And um, it looks like uh, men are still contributing. Yeah. And I'm excited to hear that and inspired and encouraged to uh, continue to uh, show up. And thanks to uh, WeWork for all that they do for the work we do. So. 
I'm playing That's right a now a. Uh, Okay, well, stand by. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do this off air. We are uh, wrapping up this episode of the Co-Founders Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining Rich Casanova and his guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show, and stay tuned for the next episode of Co-Founders Radio. Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com.